Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. What does it mean? God will never give you anything and that's why a lot of Christians are struggling. God will never give you anything you think you deserve. You will not see the flow of the Spirit in your life because you think you deserve. Didn't you see? The Bible says that God is a happy God because of the glorious gospel. And when it comes to the glorious gospel, it's because Jesus finished it. He said he did it by the hearing of faith. Now, look at it. Who was he talking about? He was talking about Abraham. He used, after saying this, he used Abraham as an example. Look at it in the verse. He said, look, even as Abraham, in other words, just as Abraham believed God. Just as, in other words, Abraham did not receive what he received because of work, something he did to deserve. He only believed and received. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now hold on something. There's something I want to show you here. In the previous verse, he used two things here. He said, he ministered to you the spirit and worked miracles. That means blessings. But when he came to the next one he, and he was talking about Abraham, he didn't mention blessing. He used the word righteousness. <laughs> Why? Why? Why do you think so? Because some of you, when you hear righteousness, it doesn't really augur well. You know you are right standing with God. Yet you are looking for some blessing. Is that not so? Proverbs 10, 6. Proverbs 10, 6. Thank you, Jesus, for all you have done. Blessings are upon the head of the just. Did you see that? Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> Blessings are upon what? In other words, righteousness is the encapsulation of all blessings. Once you are the righteousness of God, there's a blessing upon your head. So you see, he doesn't need to mention. Are you looking for a miracle? You walk in it. Not because of how well you pray. Because Galatians 3.5 is telling you that God 
supplies and the word is continuous supply there is a continuous supply to you oh Jesus somebody is not catching this there is a continuous supply continuous supply there is a continuous supply to me not because of my works not because of anything I have done in fact I don't even, I don't even deserve it <laughs> all I have to do is to believe and receive so how do I receive thank you Jesus how I receive supply oh I'm supplied by Jesus I'm supplied I'm supplied by the spirit oh I'm the righteousness of God do you know righteousness even though you are the righteousness of God do you know righteousness is every day supplied to you do you know you are supplied with righteousness every day are you aware that's what we read in Romans chapter 4 from 6 to 8 <laughs> look at it even as David described the blessedness of a man whom God what imputed righteousness without works without works without works so you see don't cut the flow of righteousness you cut the flow of righteousness by works by your effort by what you think you deserve haven't you realized in the office when you have worked and you have worked so hard and you have worked in the company for a long time you can walk to your boss and say boss you know i've been working for the company for the past 20 years i've been working very hard i stay in the office i come to work early i think that i deserve a raise or i deserve something right uh-huh that you can do with men i'm coming i'll show you that's what the Bible called the elements of the world. The systems of the world. But when it comes to the systems of God, it is not what you deserve. It is what, it's not what you deserve. It's not what you merit. It's not what you have done. It is what he gives to you by gift. So you see, Listen to me. This message can change your life forever from today. If you can catch this thing and you can wake up. Now, once you catch this revelation, anytime you lift up your holy hands, a lot of thanksgiving comes from your mouth than praying for things. The reason why there is, there is less thanks, thanksgiving in church is because People think they have, they have done things. They have fasted for long. They have prayed for long. They have served for long. They have been doing this for long. And yet they can say, what, what, what do I have to show for all my service? You know what? You still will never have anything to show. On Sunday, I'll, 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 I'm preparing a message. The scandal of grace. The scandal of grace. The grace is the scandal on the offense of grace. You have no idea how the religious people, the, the, the reason why they don't understand that even when you sin today, 
God cannot impute the sin into your account. It doesn't make sense. You too, the reason why you think God will impute into your account is because you think you deserve. <laughs> you get it now? Look at it. Whom God imputed. This one is present perfect tense. Present perfect. It's not past perfect. There's one that is called past perfect. Past perfect is when the thing has already been done and cannot be changed. Present perfect means that even as of today, it is still done and every day it is done and it cannot be changed. You get it? When Jesus said in John chapter 20 or so, when he said it is finished, that was a present perfect tense, which means that it is finished and it cannot be unfinished. It is finished and it cannot be unfinished. <laughs> so everything he did by the cross, grace, for you, it cannot be undone. So you see, there is a stream of blessing called righteousness to you every day. But it is you, you are cutting the flow from receiving because you think I have to work I have to do something to earn that thing we don't do anything to earn we believe and receive that's your life of, of a believer believe and receive that's all believe and receive he said it is finished tell you tell you it is finished it is finished. In other words, it is finished forever and it cannot be unfinished. Past, present, future. It is finished once for all time. Mm -hmm. Don't miss Sunday. It's going to be massive. I'm going to share a lot of things with you. Okay. Say, I receive all the goodies. I receive all the goodies. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. I receive all the goodies. I receive all the goodies. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. So Galatians 2.20. Oh Jesus, thank you. You are my measure. You are my qualifications. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now, the life which I now live, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith, not works. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So he's saying that the life that I'm living now is not anything that concerns me. What it actually means, um, the source, the, the empowerment of my life in the flesh now is because I believe in what he has done for me. What do I believe? 
His love for me. And the fact that he gave himself for me. The reason why you are sick and it doesn't go is because you have not come to the realization that even your health was paid for. You see, when he was on the cross, he paid for all things, including your marriage. So you are not receiving the thing. You are fighting for it. That's your range over you want. It was paid for. Jesus paid for it. He did. So you see, you're struggling. You're sowing all kinds of seeds. He didn't say that. He said only thank him and say, Father, I thank you for the work you did through Jesus. Now I stand in the best place where I receive supply. I receive all things to me. All things come to me in the name of Jesus. Oh, all things come to me in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's a supply to me. I am the chorus. I am supplied by the Kuragu. You see, this is how we enjoy. You see, in my look, so simple for you. Of course, that's why it's called the gospel. It's too good to be true. I wish I were, if I were trained like this, if I were trained like this as I was growing up, I think every Wednesday I'll catch the sun and put it in my room. Because my faith will be so there. That all I do every day, you see, the church must be trained. You must be trained to believe and receive. That's what I've been trying to do here in this church. Believe. Believe and receive. Say, I believe. I, I receive. I receive. All right. Then the verse 21, he said, he said, because of the verse 20, he said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. If righteousness, the placement, the place of glory, the place of blessedness, it can also be called the place of grace. I'll show you. Or the place of favor. Well, that's where I stand now. Is it biblical? Uh, being justified by faith. We have peace with God. And it said, through whom? Go to Romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2. Verse 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus. And it always has to be through our Lord Jesus. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a place we stand. The Bible is saying we are standing in grace. We are standing in grace. Are you there? He said, by whom also we have access by faith. We have access by faith into the grace. 
He didn't say we have access by our works. He didn't say we have access because we did something and we merited something. <laughs> he said we stand in the place of grace. What is grace? Unmerited favor. That's all you know. I'll give you more. Unmerited favor. You know that one? Undeserved favor. The last one will blow your mind. Check the Amplified for these words. You'll find every earthly blessing. Uh-oh. Every earthly blessing. That's grace. <laughs> yeah. It's in your Bible. When you go home, your holy Bible. Just uh, turn um, from King James or whatever to AMPC and go to search button and put grace and enter. You see over 300 grace. Take your time and look at each one. You will see the different definitions of grace. And you will see what some of them say. And then if you are a good Bible student and you enter into the Old Testament, you will know that when the Bible says kindness, mercy, loving kindness, he's actually talking about the, the Hebrew word hesis, which means grace. Remember Psalm 136? For the Lord is good and his mercies endureth forever. That mercy means his hesis, his grace endureth forever. So the grace of God is the kindness of God. The grace of God is his loving kindness. Huh? Oh, through him also we have our access. <laughs> Entrance, introduction by faith into this grace. State of God's favor. In which we firmly and safely stand. There's a place you stand. You stand in favor. It's called the grounds of it's, it's called the grounds of grace. You see, you stand in the place of favor, of blessedness, right? It's the same as standing in the place of grace or standing in the place of favor. So now you stand in the place of favor. Favored by who? Whose favor? His favor. The favor of God. I stand in the place, in the grounds of God's favor. He deserves it. I don't deserve it. Anytime you think you deserve it, you are frustrating grace. Anytime, anytime. So there are a lot of Christians who have stopped. You are listening to me right now. You've stopped. You are home right now. You've stopped going to church because you've never seen the benefit of going to church. You are frustrated. You have frustrated the grace of God. If people understand the essence of going to church, I told you yesterday, it will not become a religious activity. You see, yesterday was Wednesday. It's a day when you go to church. Thursday is not on their calendar. But there are some holidays that you are expected to be at work. It's not part of your assigned days. Yet you find yourself at work without complaints. You see? Because if you don't come to church, how would you hear these things? How would you be trained? We go to church to be trained. Trained by the word on how to think. How to speak, how to behave. 
We don't go to church because it's just a gathering. No. Otherwise, I prophesy to you that very soon you will stop church and sit home because there was no benefit. There was no benefit. Why are you don't go to church? Oh, I've been to church. I mean, I don't see anything. Go back to Galatians 2.21. He said, Paul said, I will not frustrate the grace of God. I will not frustrate the grace of God. I do not, I do not, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by effort, then Christ is dead in vain. What does he mean by he will not frustrate the grace of God? I, I will explain to you. The Greek word frustrate is the word atetio, A-T-H-E-T-E-O. Which means that I will not set aside. I will not nullify. Atetio. A-T-H-E-T-E-O. Atetio. 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 What, what it means is that to set aside, to nullify, to reject the grace of God. How do you do that? By works. He said, I will not set aside the grace of God. If you look at some translation, you see, I will not nullify. I will not nullify the grace of God. Hey, that grace that makes God happy, that glorious gospel that makes God happy, Paul is saying that there are some people who can frustrate it. There are some people who can nullify it. There are some people who can reject it. How do they reject it? By their works. He said, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. Show TPT. Show all the translations. So that is why I don't view God's grace as something peripheral. Which means that something I, 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 I see by my works no look at it i am not going i'm not going to go back on that on what on the grace how do you go back on it by your works actually uh, things are not working for me now i don't know why but i'm doing all the prayer i'm i'm, I'm in praying look i'm I, I've done all the prayer. I've done all the fastings. I've done all the word. I've been listening to the word. I've been doing all this. I've been doing that. You are frustrating the grace. You are frustrating grace. You are nullifying the grace. Because for you, you thought the righteousness you have received, you received it by work. It's by grace. <laughs> Otherwise, I would think I'm an excellent preacher and teacher. And because of that, the hopeless should be full. That is law. Do you know what happened to me? I will dry. I will cut off the flow. I come to preach because the glorious gospel has been entrusted to me. The more I preach, the more God is happy. So whether God brings two people or three people, he is happy when I preach the gospel. You get it now? When I finished preparing, I was in a hurry. I was like, you, you know, sometimes I'll put on the page and say, tonight will be awesome. Yes, sir. That's the law. You know why? Because I think I've prepared. Yes, so I will not depend on the grace. 
I will depend on my study and my revelation. So I'm preaching under the law to you. If it is not because of his supply, if it is not because of him, you are under the law. I will show you. Don't worry. I mean, we are destroying the Canaanite. Kabarada Sadayada. Say, I do not frustrate the grace of God. Listen, everything that is going on in your life today, yes, stop looking at it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything you think you don't have, you are looking at the wrong picture. You think you don't have a car? You think you don't have a house? You think you don't have a husband? You think you don't have a wife? You think you don't have this? You are seeing something different. The day you begin to see what God sees, you will know with him you have all things. The Bible calls it soon clarinomous. I'll get there, you will know. We are joint S. you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-LJedu Jedu for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people People are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.